All right. Lawyer talk off the record on the air. It's scary. Hello. Are you there? We're gonna we're gonna. So talk. what time is it? It's three thirty a.m. No, it's not. <laughs> hear that pause? We're all looking at my like, three thirty a.m. So people what comment. Do? They get a lot of comments about that. They're like, "Dang, man, you guys are like at five a.m. in there cranking." I have. We have been. Yeah. Here. We, today is a today, reasonable today's day. Today's not though. the day. Hey, wait a minute. Who said it? Is that Jerry? What's that? I'm here. You're here on a three sixty. Hey, Jared's just a member of the team. Team member. Yeah. So, and we got young William here. Young I'm William. Present. And we got the whole squad at the round table mm-hmm. with microphones recording DUI three sixty. Uh, what's the next? Ho- we got holiday coming up. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. That's when I'm going to cook that that pork shoulder, baby. I, I, I was listening to the last DUI three sixty, and Memorial Day is coming up. It is time. And you had mentioned, and I was talking with Shorty. We we ended up trying trying to do. We were walking the line this morning in, in the kitchen, the walking the line. And you had got said the number one thing on that too. people always mess up is that nine steps left turn. Yeah, I'm left-handed. Oh, yeah. And I wondered, because we had talked before, about how many times I have walked the line and done fine. And I said, I wonder if that makes any. And I, and I walked the line. I did a pivot just, to, just right on. And I was like, so it's set up for most people right-handed. Is that left-hand turn easier for me? I don't know. I want to turn naturally. If I end up on that foot, I want to turn naturally to my left. I want to take my right foot and do, do the steps. Now, the pivot turn can't do that that's a, that's a flunk yeah that's a pivot a, turn to flunk you can't you do gotta the pivot do a series turn. of small steps you got to do the little the little steppy steppy all the way around all the way around you flunk yeah. see you thought you did it right in the kitchen sober as the day is long that's one clue, i had baby. some coffee you just had a clue halfway to fail and and, and we were listening two. as you were explaining it so i'm standing there and you're explaining the thing so and then my back leg starts to quiver you know it could because the the way i was standing i have to wait Wait, wait till I finish instructions. Yeah. So as I was waiting for you to finish instructions, as I was listening to the podcast, I was like, man, my leg is starting to quiver a little bit. And no, it, neither one of us, neither one of us walked the line this morning. Man, you know, it's, it's, it just, that's absolute proof that unless you are, well, you know, some people, I was walking experience. a grouted line right there. You <laughs> know, I mean, it was a line, clean yes. kitchen. I moved, I moved the rugs that were on there. didn't even have to give there, you a mats. line. I know, but I had one. I was like, let's see. And There are people that are going to be able to nail that, drunk or sober. There are people that aren't going to be able to nail that, drunk or sober. It is, it is, it's just one of those things that's a gotcha. It's a gotcha. Um, we're, we were in the DUI 3 so Where are we? We've, got, we've talked about that. You heard Walk the Line. That was mm-hmm. the B, the, 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 the latest one. The latest I'm, one. Yeah, so you've heard the latest one. And the natural progression then would be to talk about – the next one, which is the one leg stand, we got to stand there on one leg, make, do some counting, do some other. Have we things. not done that one yet. Well, it's holiday weekend though. It's and, a holiday weekend. And they're putting traps out, aren't they? Traps. I see on Facebook. Mouse traps. Everybody, all my lawyer buddies out there, and some who aren't my buddies, some I don't know, some I do, always have this. Uh, tune into my webpage because the checkpoints. Yeah, everybody does that. Are scheduled mm-hmm. and they're out there. There's yeah. one last night. There was a checkpoint yeah. last night. And the dispatch. Well, you just do what JT Barrett did, right? Dispatch. They'll let you know. As you're as you're pulling up, you see the checkpoint. You go, oh, just turn around, right? Well, he's a scrambler. That, by, he's a that, scrambler by nature. That, that worked, right? <laughs> he uses his legs by nature. Uh, so this reminds me. You got. I already told you guys this, but you didn't know it. You youngins. There's an old Andy Griffith episode, and Barney creates checkpoint Chicky. It's called checkpoint Chicky. I don't know if the episode is called Checkpoint Chicky, but here's the premise. You've been saying Checkpoint Chicky for years, so. Checkpoint Chicky. Barney Fife procures a motorcycle. Jared, you'll appreciate that. Operation Crawdad came from there, from, 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 from Mayberry. From Mayberry. There you yeah. go. <laughs> have you ever ridden a motorcycle with a sidecar? I have not. Well, Barney. I, I've, I've wanted to ride in or drive one. Yeah. It just doesn't seem safe to me. But to the extent that it is, Barney had one. And I mean, Barney, you're, you're contained. It's better than. Can you imagine the complete feeling of no control you'd have in a sidecar? Oh, yeah. Motorcycle. I used to ride with this couple, your way. and we were going down to South Carolina. They were from Dayton, and we and we were rolling probably uh, in. I don't know if we were in Tennessee or where we were at, but it was twisty roads. 
and he is just flying. Now he his he's he can't walk, so he has to have the cart or a trike. Yeah. His old lady would be sitting in there, and they would be flying around 70 mile an hour on these corners, and that, that cart would come up on the side. Man. And she'd just be rolling in there, smoking her cigarette. <laughs> no problems. And I just remember I'd watch them ride that, and just going around corners, and that cart would just come up, and he was just leaning into it, and she didn't have a care in the world. Man, I guess it's all about either experience, alcohol, or drugs to be comfortable with that. But if you add all three, add all three? Just, there's no problem <laughs> at all. It, right. I got you. So Barney grabs the the motorbike with the sidecar. And you can just imagine Andy's playing the straight guy looking at this thing. Like, you know, he's he, the whole the, the, the episode about Barney trying to get Andy in there and, and riding the sidecar with him. And you know anything to do with it. Um, so Barney gets a helmet, goggles, gloves. And gets the whole schmear right. He is he is set up to ride this motorcycle, and there's I think that's the episode where um, Andy tries to put on Barney's hat. He's like, "Don't touch my hat, Ange." I get that from the mother's side of my family. Don't touch my hat. Anyway, um, don't touch the hat. What's going on? I think is Barney. There is an interstate near Mayberry, and all the the truck drivers. Uh, how did it go down? Anyway, at any rate, the truck drivers needed to build up speed down a hill to get back up the hill. So there was a, it, it, it was like sort of this, everybody understood in Mayberry, look, these guys on this route over the road, they're going to be a little bit above the speed limit right there because okay. otherwise they can't get back up, up the hill. <laughs> so that was his speed, it was a speed trap. So Barney sets up Checkpoint Checky, speed trap. And gets all the and he, 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 he goes out there with the motorcycle and the sidecar and sort of hides in there and he starts writing tickets. You can just see the show. It's like they keep throwing tickets. Well, what the truck drivers do is they say, "Well, this is a bunch of BS." They start driving through town at midnight, and finally Barney has to get Checkpoint Chicky under control, and, and the whole episode sort of unwinds that way. But it made me think about sobriety checkpoints. There are checkpoint chickies all over the place, and what better weekend than Memorial? You were in Columbus. Bill, you know what? You're from Youngstown. You're a golfer. Yeah, I used to a long time ago. Jeff's the golfer. I'm not the golfer. I like golf. Who's a golfer? There's a big golfer. Who's it from Columbus? Oh, we always talk about that. We know everybody knows. Jack Nicholas. Yeah, the 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 course that Jack Golden Bear. In this two-week period in Columbus, you've got the Memorial Day holiday, and then you've got Jack's tournament. That's right, the Memorial. And it is like season game on for drunk drivers. Game on. Because they're watching golf or they're playing the golf, they're at their clubs. This is the start off where, where club season really gets into a roar. Oh, that's right. There you go. Because you, you know, work at a club, they're having galas. They're having you know the watches of the show. People are going to watch the show. Go, I mean the 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 golf. Yeah. The, and then they come back to this you know to their clubs. Yeah. To have a dinner, to hang out with their friends, or they watch some golf. Now they want to play some golf, so they're drinking while watching golf to go drink to play golf. Yes, it is an all-day drinking affair, right? And it starts, <laughs> it's an all-day. Tee off at 8, start drinking at 8, maybe even before. Uh, so it's like it's drinking season. Well, guess who knows? Barney Fife knows that, and he's setting up Checkpoint Chicky. He's got this thing going where he knows that I'm going to go catch the fish where the fish are. Um, and what goes on here is people don't even realize it. It's almost like you get a free pass. You get this pass where... All right, I'm golfing. I'm hanging out. It's day drinking. Yeah. So on some yeah. level, you think you can always. If they've got some young chef too that's growing marijuana on the golf course too, they're probably having a little. Yeah, it, it's day drinking. Crushing think, a bag or two out there. They think no big deal. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it is a big deal, and the police know it's a big deal. And think of all the revenue that they can generate. Not to mention the safety hazards yeah. that drinking and driving might pose yeah. but you get everybody at the golf tournament out there drinking all day long wearing their golf shoes even when they're not playing i never understood that though. i always thought too. in the sun yeah in the sun oh yeah in sweating, the sun, it sweating it out and it's in, in a lot of ways it's sort of like amateur hour too right it's you know, like, events like that or a, a show a concert that i'd go to beer on ice is twice as nice yeah. If I'm outside, it's hot. Beer I was on drinking ice beer. is twice as nice. Never I, I would always fill it up with ice. That way, as it melts, it's hot out. 80 degrees, 90 degrees outside. You're going to stay hydrated. It's water smart. it down. Beer on, ice, beer on ice is twice as nice. I never did that. I never I did that. Was, I like it. I, I don't know. Anyway, I drank water down beer to begin with, I suppose. But 
I remember being a little kid and I, I saw my uncle get a beer and I was like, you didn't even get any ice in it. And he's like, son, you don't put beer in ice, buddy boy. <laughs> that ain't how you drink but, it. But uh, I always thought when it was golfing and we were drinking that it's almost, you're more susceptible to getting intoxicated because you feel like you have guidelines. Like, well, I've only had two beers. We're six holes in. You know what I mean? It's like you have, if you in your head say to yourself, well, I mean, we got all these holes left and there's little, if I just drink a beer every two holes, my, you know, I'm out, I'm sweating it out in the sun. It's like, there's almost like these like little checkpoints within yourself. That's like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be sober by the time I hit the car. You know what I mean? So that was always, I, I always thought that it was, you almost feel like you're in more control. Than if you were just being served not pints, like NASCAR. pints at a at a bar, you can't professionally drive NASCAR and have a cocktail. Why not? I you, wonder. But you, but you can play golf. You can play Perf- golf. You can play golf. Golf yeah. is like, and it's hilarious because all those people are drinking and driving. Every one of them. Every one of them on a cart. On a cart. The beers are there in the cart. You're consuming them. You clearly, by the you, we've all seen the guy at the golf course. We've seen, we've seen the wasted guy going into the back nine, driving and laughing with his buddies. That's kind of rested for driving the lawnmower with the, with yeah. the beer in his hand. Dad, yeah. his neighbor's house. That's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody is drunk already. And what do you do when you finish eighteen? Have another drink. Yeah, go for a little cap off there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go add sit up in the, the score. air conditioning and let's the suck score. down a cold one. And that, that's when that feeling of sort of exhaustion. Sun, not sunstroke. You know, everybody knows that. You've been drinking all day in the sun. Yeah. That's when that hits you. And what are you going to do about it? You got two choices to use a golf term. You can play through, or you can quit. Always yeah. play through, right? So on the on the 19th hole, you suck down a couple more. Mm-hmm. And now it's five o'clock in the afternoon. You told the old lady you'd be back by four because you're teeing off at whatever time. But you're a couple martinis in at the yeah, end. Yeah, the 19th hole's got the mixed right. drinks now. Yeah, now we got cocktails. That's right. You're, we got held up by a slow group in front of us. Right. Took forever for us to yeah. get back here. Yeah, All right. And Joe wanted to have a beer at the playing, so we, you know, I just had one with him. And Paid twenty five bucks for a napkin, and we couldn't let that go to waste. Right. It's like, man. So here we are, <laughs> and I'm driving home, and I'm in a hurry. And lo and behold, right around the corner is this line of cars stopped. And you're Ooh. thinking, man, I don't have time for this crap. What the hell is going on? Barney Five, checkpoint, Chicky. Oops. Looking Drug right down your windshield. So here's, I mean, and this is interesting. You don't have it, it. It almost sounds like Nazi Germany in some ways. You know, you just you set up a checkpoint and stop everybody and check their papers as they enter the new uh, the county or something. Um, so it got a lot of litigation for a long time. Like, is that how constitutionally this? So let's talk lawyer for a second. I hate it, but we got it. How does the Constitution, how does the Fourth Amendment possibly allow Checkpoint Chicky to exist? How can they possibly say that you can stop cars and check them for whatever it is they're doing? And they don't just, it's not like they just uh, <coughs> stick a portable breath test in your face and say, blow. They check your driver's license. They check oh, yeah. your insurance. I mean, it's just like anything. It's and then a, they'll say, pull to the side stop. if they have that suspicion and let's go do all the crap that we've already done on these. So you got your phones out. I'm, I, I'm shooting from memory. I think the case was Michigan versus Long that said this is okay. And and generally speaking, here's how this has to work. To avoid the Nazi Germany thing, it has to be published. Go ahead. Keep going. Am I I right or wrong? You're right about the state. You're right. Um, It is Michigan Department of State Police versus SITS with a Z. In 1990, U.S. Supreme Court held that Uh, OVI checkpoints are constitutional. Look up another one. I think long is anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, At any rate. They can do it. It's constitutional, but it requires two big-picture elements. First thing, they have to tell you in advance when and where. So that means you have advance notice in theory, and that's why all these good lawyers around Columbus are always publishing this, this stuff on Facebook or otherwise. Before Facebook and all this other crap happened, in theory, they were in the papers or on the news. I mean, I, I remember seeing on the news, hey, be careful, sobriety checkpoints out there. It's like, why would they possibly, why are they telling me that? But they have to. Uh, so they would they would disseminate that information because they they have to do that. The other thing it is it cannot be random. So let's just let's say you got Cheech and Chong cruising down, you got smoke puffing out of their car, <laughs> and it's like they're driving the old fat daddy caddy, and uh, obviously they're the ones you want to stop yeah. because you think they're doing something wrong. Well, you can't necessarily just do that. What? It's, uh, what? You got, <laughs> <laughs> some gas, muchachos. So we got um, – that's from the jerk, the 
that, that yeah, I remember that guy pulled up. It pulls up. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you remember. So. I love that. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that money in your wallet, take dude. That money in your wallet. Oh, sure, sir. Here you are. <laughs> yeah. We just want some Don't worry. Don't worry. Chachos. I got him. I rigged it. <laughs> I got all right. It'll be here for a while. Yeah. On second thought, it, it's the blue Chevy with the church being pulled behind it because it rips the church out. Right. It takes the oh, church man. out. Uh, so the police, let's say there's, they have to stop every third car. It has to be a pattern that they have to follow. And that means that if you happen to be, hypothetically speaking, back in the late 80s, early 90s, probably the late 80s, driving home from a bar that you weren't really allowed to be in anyway because you weren't old enough, on a road after the time when you were allowed to be out anyway because you're not old enough, and you see all this line of cars, and you're driving knowing full well that you're not capable of operating a motor vehicle at that particular time, and you see these cars and cops and sirens and lights, and you're 18, 19 years old, you're thinking... Uh oh, this is really bad. But then you cruise right through, and you high five your buddies like, "Yeah, man, we yeah. did it." You know, we it, be cool, man. Be cool. All right, act like you're cool. You know, so you, you lean back, one hand on the steering wheel. You never tend to it because you think that looks like you're trying too hard. So you just lean it back, maybe screw with the radio a little bit. Like, hey, no big deal. Pull me over if you must. And you cruise right through. And it's like, see, I was cool. <laughs> I was I nailed that. Yeah. I was cool. Yeah. Well, what you didn't know, it's like super troopers. You see, I didn't That's say what right I didn't know. What wow. what one doesn't know is that you probably just happened to be the second car, not the third car that they were going to stop because yeah. the person two in front of you got stopped and the person behind you got stopped, and you cruised right through because somehow that night you were charmed. And yeah. You just uh, you won the lottery. Yeah. It, um, if you can cruise right through, I'm sure there's been situations yeah. where people. If yeah. Yeah, couldn't I mean, accurately if maneuver, you run into this. the car before yeah. <laughs> you, or you go off the road, or something bad happens. Well, now that's they got bad. back to reasonable suspicion. So now they're back to other reasonable suspicion they've developed as a result, and that's why if you got pot billowing out of your car, they can probably stop you for that too. But right, I guess the point is the two things: it's constituted. You, you got to have notice, and you can't just pick the people and choose the people you want to stop. So mm-hmm. uh, that's how the checkpoint chicky actually works. Now, there's another problem that's come up because who'd you mention? JT Barrett? Yeah. He's got crazy legs. He's got crazy legs. For those of you that don't listen or don't know college football, he is not anymore, right? He graduated? He graduated. He is the quarterback of the Ohio State University for a number of years, two or three years. Talented young man, but found himself at one of these checkpoints late at night. And uh, he chose at that time to say, oh, I have been drinking. I don't and probably because he didn't know, but I'm not going to stand in that line. I'm just going to turn off as I approach. Hold that thought. Now, so you've been drinking all day long on the golf course. You're in a hurry to get home, and you come upon this line of traffic, and there it be. You see uh, Sergeant Schultz up there. I pulled up the NHTSA with all the stuff. It's like they have to have signs. They have to have barrels. They have to have flashers. It has to be clearly identified as this is a – law enforcement run stop right. um, it has to be there's a certain amount of feet you have to be able to see it so it can't be like over a hill or something right. like that it it's got to be it's, it's got to be open yeah now jared you you roll up say say you've had a day like this and you roll up on something like that i mean you know you could be the play it cool guy and think you're going to cruise through but i think there's a there's this little fight or flight thing and most of us would say i'm getting the f out of dodge um, right for sure now well not jared because he just you just, you just you roll know, through I, those I, situations. I, I, I've never <laughs> never gone through a checkpoint. Never but, have come up on one. I, I don't know what I would have. I, I would understand that. But when you see it coming, you're like, you know what? There's a 7-Eleven right back there that I forgot to stop at. I told her I was going to get I, the milk. I'm almost out of gas. I needed to go get some before I wait in that yeah. line. Because yeah. it's a long line. It's going to sit there and idle. But I needed gas. That's why I turned around. Here's the problem, That's though. The These problem. checkpoints are like, you ever see the Roach Motel? Like you a, can check in, in, but you, you can't, can't check out. out. Yep. This is the problem. You don't know, though, when you've checked in. They don't tell you that. Was that what that guy was sitting on the road behind there before yeah. I saw this? Yeah. Checkpoint Chicky started 100 yards behind there. Maybe. So mm-hmm. they, they watch. 
And when you pass a certain point, it's like if you think you're going to just turn around and avoid that, all these barrels are there and you're, you've, you've gotten that far, you're like too late. Well, that's part of it too, you where they set it up. In. They're not going to set it up with you having a bunch of – they're not going to set it up right in front of a gas station. We can just be like, oh, I need some gum. <laughs> I want to pull in here. There was, it was like five miles hey. back, the gas station. That's when I realized I was about out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the deal. If you do that, it's probably going to be justified they at least make contact with you. Now, if you have a legitimate story that I'm turning around to get gum and you don't smell like weed and you don't smell like alcohol, you're probably right. fine. You can avoid but, Checkpoint Chicky, but yeah. you're going to get stopped. You're going yes. to be like, what's going on? Why'd you turn so around? So today, I, I tried yeah. to walk the line. I felt the line. I could go ahead and avoid the checkpoint. They could have pulled me over before I got down here to do yeah. the podcast, and I would be in the 7-Eleven like yeah. I needed extra gum. Right. Yeah. I just need yeah. some gum. But yeah. you would never – here's the thing, and this is why it goes back to why they can do it. Why would you – you would probably not find yourself in that situation unless, you I mean, you would be hooking around to do something devious. Things have gotten, to, no, hold to on. Things, things have gotten better true. with me, but this is on a serious note. I have a, a PTSD with, with law enforcement. I am not kidding around. PTSD with law enforcement. I'm, Man, I'm going to tell you. I, I, <laughs> I roll my eyes at Jared's looking to be like, dude, I'm for real. This is, this is not. Yeah. No, I'm not messing yeah. around. I yeah. have nothing in the car. I've not committed any crimes. I haven't been drinking. After what I've gone through and I see a sheriff, man, my leg starts to shake and shiver. Oh, I, I've always to where, done that. To where, like, I yeah. would look guilty of something. I've always done that. Because I get really nervous. Yeah. And I, I have... What I've got around it is, is I've got a couple good friends that are that are police officers. So now when I see a police officer, I just picture them. Hmm. You're, no, I'm, you're like, laughing about this, man. I get it, man. I this get is it. a serious issue, but you, man. I have t- gotten to where, I mean, my heart's oh, beating. Oh, no, Palmer has the same problem. And, and his, his proctologist, he's got PTSD from that. So he's got the same deal. No, I got you. So I just but, picture Jeff. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I get it. So do you really, to have a conversation with an officer, Jared, you have to. I, on the have way to, here, on the way here, I had to talk to two sheriffs because I got turned around because of the, 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 the run. The run for the cure, or, or race for the cure, oh, race, yeah, for, the race cure. for the yeah, cure yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. on right now. My normal way, I came here. So then I thought I knew my way downtown, so I'm going to get navigate. And then, well, this is closed, and there's sheriff. And so I had to roll up, roll down my window, take my sunglasses off, and talk to this sheriff to be like, "Hey, man, I'm in this beat up truck, and I'm not familiar because I'm hauling some things out of the basement. I brought. Yeah, I'm in an old clunker truck, and I'm like, and I, I did. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I had to talk to two sheriffs, and, you, and you I felt didn't, it. and I felt it. Right in my chest, yeah, I guess and I, and I was thinking that I was, I, there's, I'm fine. There's, he could pull me over. Yeah, I just didn't See? like. To, I just did not want to talk to him, man. This is the voir dire we talked about, right? You talk to. I do this when I talk to juries in drunk driving cases, right? Because you get to this situation where, almost, I don't think you're unusual in that regard. No. Every time I have been pulled over, whether I thought I was doing something wrong, I wasn't doing something wrong, or anything else. I have that feeling of anxiety that happens almost immediately. And look, I deal with police officers all the time. I'm friends with them. I'm certainly not afraid of them when I cross-examine them on the witness stand, nor they should be of me, but or of I, of me. But it's still that <coughs> feeling. It's like, oh, yeah, your heart hits your yeah, throat for a I, second. I mean, I think that's reasonable. The, the only reason up. I wasn't rolling my eyes about you, we have a little bill, and I have an inside joke about PTSD, so I won't tell it, but... That is the reason that we looked at each other and made that face. Not that we thought you couldn't. Yeah, just and when 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 federal agents kick in your door when you're laying on the couch That's, in your underwear, I never had it. Reasonable. Before. I didn't have it before. Yeah. Well, you you had been I didn't, conditioned so many times of just sort of blowing through those things. I had. I was always the one. I was like, I'll talk yeah. to him. No, it was a, a total change. Mm-hmm. Now it, it it started to change when I got a DUI. And that one, that that really did change. And I mean, the three days that I went through on that, I it did make a difference for me. It, it did, it did make a change. What that program? The program. Yeah, yeah. You think about things. You really, you, you really can. Yeah. You know, they make you write a letter. The letter you're going to put in a glove box. You know, in case I didn't you know, know that. The, like the last yeah. letter, like if, if oh, wow. you put, put a letter and died or something. Yeah, if you, yeah. What a great give, idea! Give, That's give a great to your idea. loved one. Yeah, and that'll make you think. You, yeah, you, you you'll bet. Come, you'll oh, come yeah. down and really think. I didn't so know you did that. Do, you you do yourself a favor. Write this letter. Put it in your glove box. Yeah. Well, it's. The one we go to passes out condoms. So. Yeah, that's what they do. That's yeah, they, they, do. For the lady to they, leave. Had, they had they had to practice safe sex. 
The interesting thing, Some though, is there, everybody – no, no, no. I'm just – this is the engineer over here. The interesting thing is everybody here has the same – I think everybody gets that Shit. same reaction, and it's a healthy one. But then imagine if you're doing something wrong. Now you got to perform. And this is – we're going back to the sort of the beginning of the field sobriety testing. But now you got to perform. So you've got the adrenaline going. You've got your heart racing, and you're drunk. And you think, I'm rolling up on Checkpoint Chicky. I'm going to the 7-Eleven. You've already checked into the Roach Motel because you've passed the point of no return in Checkpoint Chicky. And they're going to pull you over. Well, how, you might ask, because I'm not the third car. How do they even know? Well, there's a couple things. If, if you are going to turn around and run away to try to live and drink and drive another day, then what they're going to do is they're going to say, well, that was reason enough to pull somebody mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. What's the, you know, should we talk reason? Another, one more legal concept, and then we'll be done with it. There's this, there's this notion of reasonable suspicion to stop a car. And it, maybe you sort of take for granted the fact that cops can pull us over whenever they want. They can't. They actually have to have something called reasonable suspicion. I have no idea what in the hell that actually means. I know what courts say it means. But I guess for our purposes, it just means they have to have some good reason to pull you over beyond they got a hunch. Yeah. And so what's a hunch? Driving away from That's not a bar. hunch. A bar, right? So, so you drive out of a bar. Well, let's pull him over. He would have. He must have had some drinks. You can't do that. Yeah, like I said, my Youngstown story. They used to take a chalk, a chalk, and like, just put an X on there, and then it would spin white just on the driver's side. So they know. They check them. They put those on the cars at ten thirty at night on a Saturday, and at two thirty in the morning, they see that white flashing on the tires. Now I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I have always heard this this tale. I don't know that I've ever seen chalk on my tires. But I've been told before, don't go over there, man. They chalk right. your tires. I don't know if they do it anymore. I've had they chalk on my tires from uh, parking. Like you had a parking guy come and, and write on the, the ground. You know what I mean? How long have you been there? Yeah, it's not one of the now? meters. It's just like a two-hour parking. Two-hour parking. Yeah, so I've seen that. But Yeah, I don't, I don't know if my tire. I have never looked to see if my tires have ever been chalked at a bar. But like, that is yeah. not a reasonable suspicion. Yeah. yeah. So the point is, there was this case that says it sort of solidified. It was. You ready for some more? Kid? Who knows? Why? Why am I, I not pulling this out of my head right now? Delaware versus Prouse. Prouse says okay. a police stop of a motor vehicle is a significant intrusion that requires justification under the Fourth Amendment to the United States Constitution. What that means is you can't just get pulled over for any reason. That's why Checkpoint Chicky was sort of like, wait a minute, you can't pull me for any reason. Ah, but you can at Checkpoint Chicky. Now, if you if you're a checkpoint chicky, <laughs> I love that we're calling it checkpoint chicky. If you're, if you're it's a, a legal term of art. <laughs> it is. If you're a checkpoint chicky and Barney sees you and you're just say like, I ain't gonna deal with this crap. I'm going back with Jared to the Seven Eleven. He got away with it. Yeah. But then you turn around and you realize Jared didn't get away with it. He just got sucked into a whole other vortex. And the same guy that stopped Jared at the Seven Eleven with the sirens and lights on is going to stop you too because. You consciously avoided Checkpoint Chicky, and that can give them reasonable suspicion under the Fourth Amendment that you are committing some sort of traffic violation, and they can stop you. Mm. This was litigated a few years ago, and it's okay. They can do it. So mm-hmm. when people are turning around to avoid Checkpoint Chicky, that is another way they can just pull you over. It's like you're almost better off. Taking a chance. You're almost better off rolling through like that 19-year-old kid yeah. like I knew. Or you can drive really fast you to... You knew him well. I knew him You can drive well. really fast to a 7-Eleven, buy a quick 12-pack, crack one of those cans, stand outside your car drinking a can of beer, and just say, I'll take the open container ticket, officer. I have I been drinking. Time. <laughs> right. They had it right here in the cold... And by the way, that's not legal advice. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Or maybe, who knows? Um, but we have had that. I but mean, you'll I think we've talked it. about it before. We have had people no. that have cracked beers on the side of the road and just been like, well, heck, you have a story. You told that story about the people running into the bar after crashing their cars. Yeah. They, they start, saw it on the air. Yeah, I, I think we've told it. Yeah, right. yeah, Everybody knows yeah. that story. Well, I, it, it, here's what's going to happen, though. Coming up on Memorial Day, you're going to cook... You're going to cook Jared's brisket. or uh, I'm going to do you're it. You're doing the pork. I'm doing pulled pork. You're going to do the pork shoulder. Yep. But I need the rub. I can make my own rub. No, nope, I've got, you, I've, I've you got the ingredients. I will see you before before Friday. Okay, Steve's freaking out because he's no, like, I'm oh, these idiots going to get into I was wondering again. No, I was worried that the rub is not the same rub that you get. It's not the stuff. It's it's a it, that's no, that, it. Now that is an ingredient. That's in it. But it's that is in the ingredient cone, in the in the rub. Con Rico. Yeah, Con Rico is in the rub. Con Rico. We got brown sugar. We got we got garlic. We've got onion. We've got oregano. I think I'm going to post a picture of the Con Rico. 
uh, Creole seasoning on our, well, here's on our the Instagram point. so people can Let's order it. Let's say you haven't planned ahead and you don't have those things. So you wake up, you get your coals going, you're hanging out, and you start cracking beers. Because when I used to smoke oh, shoulders yeah. and briskets and everything yeah. else, I mean, it, it's a delicate art form. I told everybody around me that mattered, leave me alone. I got to drink this beer. I got to mm-hmm. monitor the heat. I got to check the temperature regularly, which requires more beer. And <laughs> it's an all day affair. Beers yeah. are like egg timers sometimes. And if you, if yeah. they're like How egg many timers, beers deep are right. right. It's like, yeah. well, I've had three. Time to check the so heat. It's time for four. <laughs> and you realize that, oh crap, I didn't plan ahead. I didn't buy the cooking bag. I, I wonder. It. I wonder if Kroger. It's key. You said it's key. And now we're about six hours in. You're six. We're, we're hours four in. to six hours in before uh, you, you said bag. four. Well, right, four uh, beers. Well, I'll smoke for four hours, right, and then put it in the bag. Well, it depends on how much meat you have on there. Right, here, we here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. That's what we're going to call our cooking show. time. That's what we're going to call our cooking show. It all depends. So here's how, how about much this? is your wheat? Yeah. How much does this screw it up? You're like, I forgot the bag, but Kroger's got one, just two miles away. Mm. And in between you and Kroger is Checkpoint Chicky. Now you're all screwed up. Not only don't you get the bag, because you're going to get stopped at Checkpoint Chicky. Your heat is going to be all screwed you're up. You're going to screw that meat up for <laughs> it's sure. It's done. So you think, excuse me, officer, I have a phone call to make. you got to call your buddy. Dude, you told me you're coming tonight to eat. Now I need your help. I need you to get back over there, start drinking my beer, and monitor this heat. And on your way, pick up a cooking bag and finish this up for me because I'm going to jail for the weekend. That's the problem. Just call Uber and take So are they still the- on the random, like, one, two, three, or numbered pull, or do yeah. they change that? It's, it can be whatever they want it to be as long as it is, as long as it is not random. As long as it is not random. They could stop everybody. And they're they still going to look in the cars. They're still going to – they're still going to – as you drive yeah, you're through. They're going to cruise through slow. They're going to they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna look in your car and look for something suspicious, like a body in the back. All right. If you're carrying around a dead body – they're going and to it's say, in the hey, back seat where you have a person tied by ropes and bound in the back seat going oh yeah. <laughs> right they're going to stop if you've got a trunk full of weed and it's sticking out the leaves yes. are sticking out of yeah, the they trunk boing, boing. Boing, boing, boing. they're going to they're going to say well, wait a minute he's not the third car that we were going to stop but that looks a lot like so marijuana plants i'm suspicious so don't yeah <laughs> don't go too crazy <laughs> it's like you see the car in front of you stopped and you're like yes i'm gonna get through here and get through and i can't stop the weed man today you're probably getting stopped <laughs> i'm a little <laughs> suspicious <laughs> and it's reasonable so you're gonna get pulled over and then you've screwed up your your pork yeah, shoulder you've screwed up everything so plan ahead and don't drink and drive now the other thing that's going to happen is you are going to encounter all sorts of law enforcement at the tournament Right. Every year, yep. I deal with, this is my jackass rule. We should do a whole podcast yep. on my jackass rule. If you just say, if you just follow my don't be a jackass rule, you will avoid so much trouble in your world yeah. that people can't do it. And mostly, it's the amateurs who aren't used to drinking all day. They cannot avoid being a jackass. Yeah, They're going to mouth off to the cop on the way out of the tournament. Or the guy wearing a green jacket. Because as you see it, they know know that everybody's had a beer. And I would have to think from a law enforcement eye, they're looking at him, they're like, yeah, he's good. Right. You know, he's following the rules, he's going along. Because you you know that the percentage that everybody that walked out has had a drink. Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, if not not everybody, the percentage is, what, got to be like at least 90%? Yeah. Is there 10% 10 of the people maybe haven't consumed alcohol that goes to the tournament? Yeah, adults, right, for sure. I, I, yeah. I think twice in 10 years I've had prosecutors actually had to recuse themselves because some drunk driver was doing either fields or had an accident. And they're like, dude, I, saw, I witnessed it. I saw it. i got to recuse myself. Right, they're on their way back from the tournament. Because <laughs> they're at the tournament too. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just drinking all day and you come – and you see the we had, guy. Back in the day, we did that a couple of times. We played hooky from work. I got, I got lost once, so lost. And I finally realized I was on 161. And after I, a tournament? Yeah, after a tournament. We were oh. at the, what's that? Not the outer end, the, what's the big bar? Everybody the bogey? Goes, bogey. The end. bogey. Yeah. yeah. So when we left there, somehow I got turned around, and I was lost. And I was. <laughs> those roads, I, man. I, you, if you don't know those roads, you can be somewhere. It's oh, like, yeah. it's and cool. once I realized at 33, I was like, 33 turns into 161. I was living at the continent at the time. So I was like, if I get on this right here, it will get me home. <laughs> And it's a straight line. I just got to stop at the stoplights, and I can make it straight all the way home. And then I drove from, from I guess it was the bogeys where I left. Yeah. Because we were at the tournament walking around. 
I remember being, I, kn- I know that I was in the bogey parking lot. I'm sure, I went inside, but that was my point of, yeah. of, of, of making it back to the house. And imagine Oof. if you had to encounter Checkpoint Chicky, you'd be screwed. I would have had no idea if it was there. This was before the time of I would know where to find the right. Checkpoint. I mean, the drunk dudes. The people who are planning on drinking all day are rarely the ones that actually go and look. And, yeah, trying to say, well, I can't that. take that route home. <laughs> I yeah. can't see that. Because if they're going to do that, they might as well just arrange for a different ride. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Like, that's, yeah. the, that's the problem. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. They tell you in advance they're going to do yeah. this to me? Shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> they got me. Uh, yeah. I've even thought to myself sober before, totally stone sober, not drinking. Like when I see something on Facebook, there's a checkpoint here, like near my house. I'll be like, oh, I don't want to. If I'm out tonight, I don't want to. Like, I just don't want to deal with the hassle of it. So I appreciate they tell you that. But I've even, you know, changed my schedule or where my path of travel sober because I don't want to deal with it. You know what I mean? I just don't want to yeah, you don't be to sitting in a line to, to do deal that. With it. Which, yeah. you know, it begs another question, which is um, have, your, have your crap in order. And how many times do we have a case where the I read the report oh, yeah. says, I asked Mr. Drunk Guy. Yeah, for his insurance license and uh, registration. registration. Yeah, and he couldn't produce it. He produced first an expired registration. Right. Then he produced a maintenance receipt. Yeah. Then he produced a credit card. Credit card. And then he finally produced a driver's license, uh, but he never was able to find his insurance. Yeah. It's like, this is 101 crap. It, I look. Yeah. On my bike, I have it all in a Ziploc bag. Right. Yeah, and it's easy for, even if you're not drinking. It's, it's just a speeding ticket. It's the middle of the day. Here you go, officer. When, it's when all to yeah, When I got pulled over for yep. unknowingly running from a police officer on my bike, <laughs> and I, I handed him right out of there. And he, you didn't it, hear me. And no, sir, I did not. Once I saw you, I stopped. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I stopped when I could. I, yeah. But this is like, uh, I, look, I... I'm ADHD. Look at my office. I'm ADHD. I got crap everywhere. I mean, my, it's really difficult for me to keep stuff organized. But I do know this. I've lived in this world where I didn't have my papers together for the Nazi Germany stop. Now I do. And I don't even drink anymore. But now I do. And if I get pulled over, I just get to produce. I like the Ziploc. I have, a, I have mine in an envelope. But I get to produce the envelope. And I just pull it all right out there. And it's, it's there. And it's done. But so many people aren't ready for this. No. And they go out. It, it, you know the other thing we see all the time? Your expired tags. Yeah. Yeah. The expired I, I, tags. I talked about that. You did this one, yeah. yeah. This is another This is the, another thing. Well, the other thing about the information is, too, your inability to produce the correct cards is not going to be because probably 90% of people listening might not have all those things together, and it doesn't mean they're drunk, but sure as shit. That night, when you can't produce it, it's not going to be because you're just an unorganized person. It's because he's like, oh, he's in, he can't find it because well, he's intoxicated. And what are you going to do? Get on the witness stand and say, well, I'm just disorganized, so I didn't have my paperwork that night. Well, you can't do that because then they're going to say, well, that's interesting. You read like a brewery. Why don't you start by telling us when your first beer was? And they're yeah. like, huh? <laughs> All I want to do is tell you that I'm not organized. Well, I, I, well you know, the now Fifth you Amendment. Well, it, well, now you, you're testifying, buddy boy. Yeah, you wave that. Yeah. You wave that. You one wave that part here. Yeah, and that's what they're also looking for when they pull people over. We don't just get drunk drivers. We get driving under suspension. We get driving without insurance. Oh, yeah. We get driving yeah. with an expired driver's license. We get all the goodies. Warrants. Mm-hmm. Warrants. So many warrant people getting picked up because they didn't pay their tickets. I mean, it's just lunacy out there. So I, I, that's the other thing. So many people just say, like, they'll get the speeding ticket and they'll stick it in the center console. Well, guess what happens? Yeah. Who you, does that? People do that? More people oh, than yeah. you can conceivably oh, yeah. imagine. Without a doubt. And then they get pulled over. Now it's like, all right, say they've been listening to the DUI 360 and they didn't listen to the first one, so they're drinking, but they listen to the others, so they sort of have, understand how to navigate the minefield. And then they get to this final point where they've done everything right. They come in. We have the perfect defense, except there was a warrant out for the arrest. Like, guess what? Yeah. You lose. <laughs> they, can, yeah. they can arrest you for anything they want because there's a warrant out yeah. there. Yeah. They can yeah. just we had that come out. up the other day, remember? Yeah. She's like, well, he's suspended and driving under suspension. And I'm like, oh. Because yeah. I was arguing I didn't think I had probable cause to arrest him for OVI. Yeah. She's like, well, we could arrest well, him because yeah. he didn't have we a license. Him, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. No, it's not fine. We yeah. didn't arrest him for that. We arrested him yeah. because he's a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he didn't take care of biz before. He <laughs> yeah. didn't take care of biz. Before he went out and got drunk at the tournament. The only tickets I throw away are the parking tickets at Easton because they're fake. Oh, mm-hmm. Is that for real? Yeah, yeah they're fake. 
What do you mean they're fake? I'm not throwing them all away. Actually, now, that was back in the day before I was with Shorty. Is she, it an she, actual Eastern puts, officer? No, the, oh, the, the, the and, and, like if you shop in there, it's a nice thing. The meters is it's charity. Yeah, it's it's all charity, and it even says you can read it on there. Yeah. So if they give you a ticket. The I ticket is hey, uh, donate twenty dollars to to charity. Oh, so it's so it's a ticket, but it's not like this. They're not. I'm not going to get a warrant. That's trickery for my arrest if donate I don't. Donate if I, money to charity. You know yeah. what that's well, called? Ed Easton. That's class. called a class action. action. Yeah. This is class action, brother. Yeah. I mean, they are overreaching. They're taking advantage of this. They want me to donate to charity? Dude. Bastards. I Eric, away. Eric would be losing his mind. Oh, yeah. Because Eric and you, you were like, you we didn't, didn't talk about this? this about the gas, did we? <laughs> Not yet. Can charity, <laughs> be, can charity be the name of a stripper at a strip club and you give 20 bucks? <laughs> donate this to charity. She'll be at your house Strippers got to eat too, brother. They do. Donate Sometimes the strip clothes have great chicken strips. Don't forget it, man. But no, you go in there. It says right on there. It's, it's all, all, yeah, all seen, proceeds yeah. there. And and so and blue. They and before terrible. I've I put money in and it ran out. And I came back and I'd see a ticket and I I just throw it away. Hmm. Now I've got ticket parking tickets downtown. And I pay them. I'll pay them right away. Well, they they won't take your license for that. Well, no, They'll, but. But I still I'm going to pay the it ticket. Just, if you rack up so many, they probably will. It I, I think do the old uh, parking wars deal. What's it called? Put the boot. put the boot, boot on your car. Das yeah. boot. Yeah, das boot. You know, we I, need a boot. That'd be nice if we could put a boot on cars out there in a parking lot. Yeah, yeah. We lock that boot down, and then then the tow truck comes and takes it away. It's just the, the parking lot wars. Is, it just never ceased to end. But the problem with that is, it's just more inconvenience for us. Mm-hmm. It's just more time out of my day to get to deal with that. It'd be nice lot. to step out of the office and go crank down a boot on a car. It sounds like work to me on a oh, sweaty summer day out there in a suit, putting a boot on somebody's car. But think about the. It, I mean, it's been you haven't been able to sit around for a Jared. It's actually pretty funny. Oh, I, I didn't like the kid one. The kid one hurt me a little bit. I was that so was pumped the up. There was some that. car out there, and I was like, yeah. And there's the those kids that come stumbling out with the dad, and he's carrying a bait. I'm like, oh, crap, man. It's always that's no good. Everybody's got a story. Yeah. They always have a story. So I guess the how sympathetic their story is sort of dictates how I feel about it all. But the bottom line is it gets patrolled. I don't even take I mean, it's like it's like the old cool hand Luke, man. I don't. It's not my job. Well, you know, calling it your job. Don't make it right. Yeah. But I would call a tow truck while I'm standing in line. Maybe he could tow me out. Checkpoint. Oh, uh, that'd be interesting. Say, oh, interesting. Like my car broke down. My car, well, my car broke down. You yeah. get out while you're waiting in line because it's backed up. You get out, monkey with something on the car. You stab it. Break it get down. Out, go to the screwdriver and grab a tank. beer. Yes, because, because you're not changing. You're not fixing. The car I can't even drive. I can't even drive home. The car's broke down. Yeah, right. So as I'm calling for a tow truck. I had a beer because I was in the trunk of the car. Yeah. I was taking the beers home. Do you to take drink. any? Do you take any medications, Mr. Blinsky? Yeah, I, I take something calls. I don't know, causes nystagmus. Nystagmus. You know I take that, that nystagmus pill. I take this other pill for my heart that just yeah, it, it causes me to I don't know have have an odor of alcoholic beverage. Right. This is like, I don't know. I, I get the name of it. I forget. I have to ask my wife. You know what else we need? <laughs> you know what you need? Just dawned on me what you need. You, you gave me this idea. We need to sell the checkpoint chicky kill switch. Oh, there you go. Right. So you oh, pull, like you, you have a switch that will disable your car. So now we're helping people that are drinking and no, driving. It, it still wouldn't work get. because they would still come and count you, and they know that you got there. Isn't driving. there a law though? Like if you have a hidden compartment in your car, isn't there something against that to where you're not allowed to have a hidden compartment? I don't know of that. I don't know of that. I mean, either. if, it, if, I mean, it if it I'm crossing the border from Mexico to like Texas, it, yeah, probably if it contains <laughs> cocaine, container is good, yeah. or some other contraband, yeah. it would be very, very unlawful. But I think, or like a gun, or, a, or unless you're allowed to carry it, unless you're allowed to carry it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have concealed. I've had ones where I've had dope stops where there's a concealed apartment in a, in a trailer or something that is operated by a remote control in a chase car. So there's no way to open it. The, the driver of the trailer has no means to open it. And I, you know, I, that's high tech stuff. I have had the privilege at times to go down to the old warehouse where such warehouse in some jurisdiction around some part of this country where cars that have been seized like that are looked at and sort of taken like the evidence. Yeah. And I've, I've seen some of the stuff that people big time have inventory search. I mean, it is the, 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 really good dope runners get very sophisticated by it and they they, they do a good job of it. I had a case where there was a guy driving a specific model of car and the officers were so wise to it. They knew that specific model of car had a secret compartment. I mean, it wasn't created by the person that made the car, but there was an area that would basically became a compartment if you pop the radio out Yeah, and you could pop the radio out by using a little toothpick 
And the reason they got in there was when they when they looked at it, they're like, oh, there's a broken toothpick in there. Like you can see something broke off in there. Yeah, somebody's been there. So then they got it out, and yeah, sure enough, it's in there. Yeah. So, all right, how do we get on that track? Anyway, no, they can really checkpoint in the. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. Switch. you get the kill switch. Kill and, switch, man. And now you just say, look, I can't, I can't. The car won't work. I'm just in physical control of this motor vehicle. I, I don't think I'm impaired, but I'm just in physical control of this car. Yeah, that's interesting. How'd you get here? I'm going to exercise my right to remain silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I, the next yeah. question. I'm going to exercise my right to remain silent. Yeah. Or no, you could say, well, my gym's I say, right listen, man, my, my car just, <laughs> this car just stopped. The dude driving it just took off. And I just got out. Yeah. What do I do now? Yeah. Yeah. You could do like, we had a case years ago where the guy, uh, when he got pulled over, clearly he knew he, was, knew he was drinking. He pulls to the side of the road and then he jumps out immediately and acts like he's got a puke, like he's sick. Yeah. Yeah, so he runs to the side of the road. He's just like, oh, oh. Like, I feel, I mean, that was like, the most like, Are you all right, man? Like, oh, I just got to throw up. <laughs> I'm really sick, man. I'm really sick, man. Well, you're going pretty high rate of speed there, swerving all over the road. Yeah, man, I'm sick, dude. I'm sick. So he throws up. It's like, there's probably a better, there's yeah. probably a better story. So there's a lot of different deviations from that. So Memorial Day, you're going to cook your pork shoulder. You're going to call Uber in advance and not drive home. Mm. But if you do, don't think. You either got to play it cool and keep your fingers crossed through Checkpoint Chicky. Don't think you're going to be able to circumvent Checkpoint Chicky unless you have checked all those websites in advance and know where it is, had the wherewithal after getting wasted to know a different route home. Um, Or you just get lucky. Or it's easier, frankly, just to not. Yeah, drive home. But if you're gonna if you're gonna go through all those acrobatics, you might as well avoid checkpoint checking. I can't believe. I, I mean, I understand they got to do with constitutionality of it, but I can't believe that they made it a requirement that you notify. I don't. I. I mean, I guess that's them trying to help people out. I know. See, to, this is why a, would you have to when you're driving on a public road? There's no right to privacy where yeah, you drive. Yes, you stop. This is this is what we talked to Alex Hasty about the other day. I know. It's you're like big on this. Stuff. Our country is awesome. Because we like you could do it if you wanted to shut down the drug corridor to Portsmouth, you could do it. You stop every freaking car for no reason whatsoever, and you search it, right? And if you ask half the population, if not more, should we do that to stop opiates? Everybody would say yes. But that's the same constitutional amendment that prevents the cops from coming into your house. There are yeah, things sure. that you want to it. say yes to that you yeah. have to say no to. Right? Yeah. Just. Because of the end results You're tri- of where it will go and how it will continue and how much more will be pulling from you. Security yeah. and freedom are opposites, right? Yeah, we got it. The more freedom you have, you the less secure Jared's wearing are. a shirt today that says, sure, you can trust the government. And it's got a Native American on it and says, just ask an Indian. Yeah, see? Sitting thing. bull. Picture a sitting bull. And this is horrible immigration policy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a whole other way. I know he's going to touch that. It's like we're about an hour into a DY 360, and it's like, here we go. <laughs> we can talk about the Trail of Tears next yeah. time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the, I, I guess if you're going to say why can they, why do they have to give you notice, it's because there's got to be some justification. You can't just randomly stop cars. You can't just do it without giving people an opportunity. You can't violate our constitutional rights without – I guess it, it would be a violation of our constitutional rights if they didn't do it. And I'm not even sure I agree – necessarily from a philosophical standpoint in these things at all but at least they've given us those safeguards they being the the uh, guys and gals up in the uh, high tower of the u.s supreme court have at least said that you have to do so take advantage of those little rights that we have we're not australia we're not england we're not germany we're certainly uh not singapore or where was yeah, the singapore we're certainly yeah. not singapore right Canning. so it's like we get these protections and take them for granted. So next time somebody says, man, we'll just pull them all over and get rid of the door. I had a buddy say that to me. My grandfather thinks that. He's like, why you do it? So I don't do anything wrong. They should people. search my house. So here's the thing. Now I'm on my rant again. Damn it. Here's the well, thing. Because I always make communist socialist comments and it freaks you out. It, here's the thing. It's like <laughs> if, if you say, I don't care, they could search my house all they want. I'm not doing anything wrong. There's a presumption in that statement. Anybody know what it is? They can search my house. I'm not doing anything wrong. There's a presumption that they wouldn't search your house because you don't do anything wrong? No, no, no. Let's just say I heard this all the time. The cops come in my house all they want. They can search whatever they want. I don't do anything wrong. I got no, I got no contraband there. I don't know. 
what the, the time. What's that say? What's his shirt? What's the first thing I've got shirt? Oh, uh, you can trust the government. Sure. So next thing you know, you got Buford Pusser coming in with his big stick, and he's going to plant evidence there because he doesn't like the uh, fact I'm with you. that you yeah. won't let his kid play on a football team because you're the coach. Ooh, it's like right. it, if, you, if anybody here thinks that that kind of corruption can't happen, well, then ask the, ask the Native Americans, right? Yeah. So it can happen. And this is why we have these rules. So I don't want – I want to go buy a freaking assault rifle, the most dangerous-looking gun there is, and fill my safe with them just to say you can't come to my house and search. Why? Because you can't. It's the Fourth Amendment. I don't like it. I don't yeah. trust the government. I want those things just because I can have them. That's my rant. Mic drop. Can't, you, can't Mic have, drop. you can't have house checkpoints. Next week, we're doing this block between this block between this. We're just going to come in doing checkpoints on your houses. Right. That's the thing. You could do that. You could end crime in this country. It could be over. You could end drunk driving in a week. Stop every single car on 71, Maybe. every single car on 6. You would end... You could do it. Suspend the, suspend the Bill of Rights, and you will virtually eliminate crime, or at least enforcement will be up to 99, 99.99%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then go, let's go a step farther then. If you're going to get rid of that part of the Bill of Rights, why, why, are we getting, why don't we get rid of the due process clause too? Yeah. Why, why even have all those? Just can yeah. them right away. So why do we why do, but know, I guess take that, gum away? That, that's why they announce it then. So the people that are like, you can come on to my house. I don't care. They're the same people that are like this. I will drive through the checkpoint. I don't care. Yeah. Until they get somebody that they don't trust or that is untrustworthy who takes advantage of it. So if you've never been accused of something you didn't do, wait till it happens to you because it yeah. sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And uh, it, it, we're working on a dozen cases like that right now, and that's just how it is. So Lawyer Talk DUI 360 special. We'll call this one Trail of Tears. We're going to call this the Checkpoint <laughs> Chicky Trail of Tears. Yeah. <laughs> DUI 360, lawyer talk, off the record, until now. No, 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 I screwed that up, right? So it's off the record, but on the air until now.